Looking to level up? Well, what may feel like chaos could be key. On this special edition of The Grind to Find, I'll be interpreting disruption, discussing belief as a practice, and explaining the importance of making your internal spiritual growth the practical application. Priority one. So get yourself ready because this grind becomes so official right now. family greetings and welcome to the grind to find Terrell and michelle here certified spiritual mindset and wellness coach helping high achieving women find fluidity between their emotional spiritual and physical well-being by bridging the gap between who they are in service and who they were designated to be by our creator happy holidays to everyone i bet you have been deep into some turkey time and family time and you know i can't say post-covid because we're still kind of up and down with this covid situation but we're to a space where I'm sure many of you have had the opportunity to gather with some family and friends, and I know that has to feel wonderful to be able to do. Uh, if you haven't already, please log on to thegrindtofind.com and click on feed so that you can follow me and make sure whatever app you choose, be it Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, it doesn't matter, whoever you choose, because the Grind to Find is available everywhere podcasts are available. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you can be updated when I upload. And that is for that plain tea but if you want some tea with some extra special things in it like behind the scenes what's to come with the grind to find things going on at terrellamichelle.com then you're definitely going to want to join the list and you just click join the list from the grindtofind.com who is now on love radio network to get that extra tea about me on love radio network you can just click on hey love radio network so listen the reason for this season as we've always been told, is it's about family and getting together and yada, 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 and all of that's fine. But let's not forget that this season means something different for our Native American brothers and sisters. This season is a season of mourning for them because of the atrocities committed against them and their families, their ancestors. Let's not forget that. You know, be sure that you throw up some prayers for those who are gathering for a completely and totally different reason. They're gathering for what the truth of this history is about. So I just wanted to make sure that I threw that out there. So jumping right into the title of this show today, which is a uh, Disrupt Me, Please and Thank You. Oh yes, yes, yes. This episode is a special one because um, I planned initially to talk about relationships within the context of identity. I said that I was going to do that, but I had my God time this morning and I was struck to do something just a little bit different. And so, you know, when the spirit plucks you in your heart, when it plucks you in your chest, you always roll with the spirit. So I'm taking a little bit of a shift today, but rest assured, I'm still going to have that episode ready for you because I think that it's very important, but it's gonna be a little bit later on down the road. It will be next month. And if you're on the list, uh, at thegrindtofind.com. If you click join the list, then you'll get the details on exactly when that episode will be. But every now and again, I will deviate from the flow that I tell you that I'm going to have. You know, I'll squirrel on you. But as I said before, I will make it a point to come back. So during my God time, I was struck in my chest with three things that I thought that was very important to share with you guys. The gift 
of disruption. Belief as a practice, because yes, believing is a practice. And also, especially in this season, choosing to make our internal spiritual growth number one priority on our list of things to do. Because far too often, we put all of the things around us first before ourselves and then we kind of make room for ourselves later but at the end of the day we can only be as strong in our lives for people around us and even the the areas that we occupy the spaces that we occupy in our life be it professionally be it uh, just in relationships whether those relationships are intimate or just uh, familial or whether they're uh, in conjunction with business doesn't matter social we can only be as strong as we should be when we're doing that work inside first. And so I wanna talk about making that priority today. First things first, let's explore disruption. And I wanna explore disruption because a lot of times when we lose control over what we want, the way we want, the checklist we have, the process in which we've decided we're going to follow, and maybe even some of the checkpoints will end up at point A in this given time and point B will be here and then point C will be there and then maybe I found a way to skip point D and so on and so forth. When we have our mindset around the way we want things, we go about dotting every I and crossing every T to be able to bring our plan into fruition in the time that we want, in the way that we want. And our hope is that we only encounter any of the stumbling blocks that we feel like we can handle along the way. Now, the thing that's funny about that is even the most spiritual ones of us still pray and rely or pretend as though we rely on God for certain things. But in the back of our mind, we still want to have control and for God to fill in the spaces as opposed to us submitting and God having control and then we fill in spaces as he dictates. So this is the reason why disruption is important because when God steps in and he wants to make something amazing happen in our life, and I don't mean just physical things around us, I mean a transformation within us that allows us to manifest his greatness for us in our life. When he wants that to happen, then the first thing he needs to do is huff and puff and blow down anything that we had in place in our lives. Hence, disruption. Sometimes this can feel like utter chaos. Sometimes this can feel like a monumental loss. Sometimes this can feel like a thousand steps backward when all you were trying to do was move forward. But disruption, however, is an indication that God has decided to take you to the next level. So there's a different way to look at disruption that I want us to visit today. And I wanna do that by visiting three aspects of disruption that I'd like to point out. First and foremost, when disruption happens, you can best believe that elevation is involved. And I talked about that a little bit earlier. There's elevation, then there's transition, and then there's birthing. So let's start with elevation. Now, elevation, has everything to do with you visiting the unknown. When things are in our control and we're running our own agendas, we have our own checklist, we dotting those I's and crossing those T's, we're doing that from a space of our own understanding. But when divine disruption is happening, it has everything to do with taking us out of our comfort zone and into what's unknown to us, but is very much 
a known space for God. And it's all about developing some new skills. There's a new skill set that's going to be needed along the way. And not only along the way, but once we arrive at the next phase in our divine destination. And this is also about being able to, to establish or expand upon whatever our vision may be. Now, for those who haven't established a vision yet, this is actually a fun space to be in. It's a scary space to be in. I think whether you have a vision that's established or uh, you're looking to establish one, there's always going to be a nerve wracking aspect of it. And that's because faith is going to be so important in this stage. You don't know what's happening. You don't know what's going to happen. Even your prayers, if they're not in alignment with what God wants to happen, then you're not going to get any anywhere. But at the end of the day, it's all about your divine destiny being elevated so that you can live in your divine design and use that in order to be of service to others. And when you're feeding others, you don't have to worry about being depleted because God turns around and he feeds us. Makes me think about a song. Uh, let me see. Chapter 61 verse 2 where it says from the ends of the earth I call to you I call as my heart grows faint lead me to the rock that is higher than I this disruption and this unknown is all about us deciding that we're going to be open to trusting and leaning on what God knows to be right for us and not what we think is right for ourselves now when we talk about transition transition is an uncomfortable space I know for me to be in <laughs> because in my life I can't recall a transition that's been smooth but you know I'll put out there that maybe my transitions have not been the smoothest because I'm not one to go easily into something that I don't understand I'm still getting better with that I'm much better than I used to be <laughs> you know, much better than I used to be, but there's still much work to be done. But at the end of the day, the goal has to be for us not to stop or to stand in the way of his will, but understand that this is all about putting us on the track that we need to be on to connect with our divine purpose. So if you have plans that are out of alignment with his plan, as he sees fit, then whatever it is that you have going on, bank on that being eliminated. So in this stage of transition, you want to embrace that what you want, those are limitations. Whatever we want, there are boundaries around that. There's only so far that we can go as human beings. But if we're open to the fact that we are limited and that God is boundless, then there's no interrupting what he has planned to take us to the next level when we allow ourselves to step out of the way and to be open to him being at the helm in our lives. This reminds me of Psalm 32 and 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Basically what God is saying in this particular passage is that I'm here to teach you everything that you need to know and no matter where you go, no matter what direction you take, as long as it's with me, I'll be there with you always. And that's something that we have to remember in those transitional phases. Yes, it's not going to feel like what we would like for it to feel like, but if we're staying connected to what feels right for us, then nine times out of 10, that's not exactly what is divinely right for us and what's going to elevate us to the greatness that God created for us to live in and the stamp that he wants for us to leave in this world and the lives of others 
lastly, when we talk about uh, birthing, birthing is so very important because in order for you to get to that next level, it has everything to do with bringing forth something fresh and something new. Now that something fresh and something new could be an extension of something that you're already working on, an aspect of it that did not exist before this point, or could look and feel completely and totally different than anything that you've done before. I would just like to mention Jeremiah 29 11, where it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So birthing, as we all know, is messy. It's uh, usually not a painless process. <laughs> Even if you're out, when you wake up, you know, physically, ladies, that you had a baby, <laughs> that something happened. So the process of birthing is beautiful, but getting to the space of that something new coming into fruition requires spaces of discomfort, requires uh, spaces in which we're kind of just along for the ride. But it's not like we're along for the ride with someone, a being equal to us. We're along for the ride with our creator. And so it's so very important for us to embrace these aspects of disruption and embrace what elevation means in this context. Embrace the uncertainty of the transition. Embrace the discomfort of the birthing. Understanding that at the end of the day, we're acquiring new skills. We're requiring a new eye. We're acquiring a new heart. And also we're creating tools for our spiritual mental mindset that we have to be able to access later on along our journey when some of these same spaces come back. Things, listen, a lot of the things that we go through, I would say most of the things that we go through, we go through them time and time again. They just look different based on where we are within our spiritual journey. Things look one way when you're at one level and they look a different way when you're at a different level. But the process to navigating and getting beyond each level is always going to be work because there's always a new space within you in which you're going to have to grow and be able to practically apply uh, the different aspects of whatever journey you're facing. Embrace that. Keep in mind that all of those things that feel, ugh, <laughs> it's not even a word, it just feels, ugh. When things feel like that, then that's God showing up and saying that, You've been where you are much too long. And unless I tear stuff up, you're probably going to stay. So I'm not going to allow it. Now, there's just one last piece that I want to add to this section. I want to talk just a little bit about betrayal because disruption can involve a whole lot of things. But when we're talking about disruption for many of us, people are people are imperfect. We're all imperfect. And a lot of the times when people are involved, there are spaces and places in which we can be uh, hurt by people. People can fall short. We can feel as though we're targeted. We can feel as though we're minimized. We can feel as though maybe we were even invisible to the person that hurt us. But I was reading a devotional that I have, and I actually, I pulled a quote from it that I, that I want to share with you. And it says, although God may not send betrayal, he will use it to reveal and develop our hearts. Now, uh, one of the things to keep in mind when we talk about God developing our hearts, this is a mindset check portion, uh, and, and I'll go back to the quote. Can you pray for someone who hurt you? Do you hold grudges? Will you harbor bitterness and regret until it becomes distrust, isolation, and low self-esteem? And the reason why I think those are perfect mindset check points is because it's human instinct to touch the fire and remember that you got burned and avoid the fire. 
that seems logical when we're talking about fire. <laughs> when we're talking about other human beings, however, we can take that to the extreme and take an experience with one person and now as a defense mechanism, attach that way of being, that way of thinking and, and attach it to everyone that we come across, which is not what we need to do when we're trying to grow spiritually. And the reason for this is that I don't care how many people we've experienced that have fallen short in our eyes, no matter what that may be. We have had moments in our lives, whether intentionally or unintentionally, we have offended and hurt someone. Would we want then for that person to harbor whatever emotions they have associated with us falling short forever, for that to be their mindset with us forever? Because as we all know, we grow. We're not the same people all the time, at least most of us. You know, so this is the reason why understanding that forgiveness and the power of forgiveness is all about freeing you. It's all about clearing out your spiritual temple. It's all about eradicating some of those negative thoughts that play on that reel in your mind over and over again. It's all about getting rid of those things so that you can make space for the things that you pray for, for God to be able to fill those spaces with that divine skill set that's going to allow us to elevate and go to a different phase and space in our life. And so this is the reason why understanding that betrayal is necessary, is just as, as necessary as disruption, not because it's something that any one of us would say, hey, you know what, it's March and I guess I just want some betrayal this month. No, I mean, no one asked for betrayal. It's not something that we like, but at the end of the day, it's one of those many things that God uses to refine us from within to give us an eye and a heart for dealing with other people. The same way in which we would want someone who was hurt by us to forgive because whether it was intentional or unintentional, heck, sometimes you get mad at people and you mean to tune them up. I know I've been there before. Child, let me tell you, vengeance was supposed to be the Lord's, but for a long time, he was on vacation in my life because I was at the front row, front and center. When you get a payback, you get a payback. All y'all, you gonna get a payback to share and then I'm gonna come back individually and get each and every one of you. <laughs> you know, but uh, I don't know that it was that bad, but still, you know, sometimes we just feel like, yeah, folks should get it. And um, why wait when they can get it today? <laughs> But at the end of the day, these things serve a greater divine purpose when we take those spaces and places where we're feeling our worst and go into that spiritual space that's occupied and set aside just for God and use his word as a way for us to be able to navigate those emotions. So now I want to slide right into discussing belief as a practice because, yep, practice makes perfect. Belief is something that we have to sit in intentionally and choose to see what we want because understanding that what we manifest is what we actually believe. Now, there are so many different lessons about belief and manifestation going around. And a lot of people think that it's so super hard to believe in something, especially if you're one. I know uh, back in the day for me, I used to always say, I'm so accustomed to prepare myself for losing because I lost, in, in, in my opinion, in so many different ways in my life, I had just lost over and over and over and over and over again. And so I was used to that. 
I was accustomed to that. I knew how to prepare myself for that. I, I, I knew how to navigate that. And so when the idea of manifesting the opposite was brought to me, even with all of the material that I read, even with all of the testimonies and examples that I'd seen, I just found it damn near impossible to imagine something being winning, because that's what that was in my mind, to be able to imagine winning to the point where my belief in it would make it happen. So if there, there's anyone listening where that is something that you say, yeah, yeah, that's that's why I struggle too. Well, well let's, let's think about this. Let's think about this. For those of you out there who have lost so much, you can think of times when, yes, I believed that this was gonna happen and it didn't. And you know, so I just like to, out of fear, I like to prepare for what may not happen since that's usually my life, as opposed to make preparation for what does happen. So let's, let's think about that a minute. If you're one who's always in a space where you prepare for what you believe isn't going to happen, if you're dotting those I's and crossing those T's and you have a backup plan and you've probably talked to and asked some people and then you probably revisited some other times when things didn't happen to make sure that that time when it didn't happen, you know, if you had some ways in which you felt like you could have prepared better but you didn't. And if you're one of those people who go through that, think about how much time and intentionality that takes. Could it be possible then that a lot of things that don't happen in your life are by your own design. You believe that they won't. And you invest a lot of your time mentally, you invest a lot of your time physically, you invest a lot of your time emotionally in preparing for that downfall. What if that energy was flipped and the same way in which you prepared for the losses, you actually took and put that same energy into preparing for winning. Because think about it, when you're preparing for losses, that means you're preparing for losses that haven't happened yet. You're basing the fact that you probably will lose on the fact that you've lost before. But for every time that we've lost before, there've also been some wins. So why is it human nature for us to cling to, replaying, holding on to, cloaking the things that hurt us the most? Why is it so easy for us to cling on to pain and use that as fuel to keep creating more pain as opposed to holding on to trust and the promise of God and using our faith to keep feeding that? Why is that? And we have to understand that uh, no matter what your answer to that question may be, the why, that's a conversation in your sacred space with, with you and God um, during some introspection. No matter what answer you come up with, at the end of the day, understand that that is power that you're using. You're manifesting exactly what you don't want. So if you have proven to yourself that you can manifest what you don't want, then in the same way you do that, you can manifest what you do want just by believing. If you believe that you'll lose, you could believe that you'll win because in that moment, both have happened at some point in time. You just get to choose where you put your energy for those things. And lastly, the importance of making your internal spiritual growth, the practical application of that process, the number one priority in your life. Now listen, this part right here is big and it's huge because we live in a day and age where there is so much information that is readily available and it's in everywhere. You can get some information, have some entertainment to break it up, get back to some information and have some more entertainment. And we could literally stay immersed for months, even beyond that, just in acquiring different information. But that has become a problem 
Because information is so readily accessible for us, there are a lot of us who gather a lot of information and then it just sits around and there are things that, um, well, now we know that we can add to all the other things that we know, but information means absolutely nothing if you're not practically applying it. And I think this is an important message for this season, especially because uh, you have Black Friday going around and the average person they're getting all of the things that they like let me tell you something juvia's place the sale that they got on the makeup fenty don't try to act like some of you guys are not on fashion nova don't play i know you are <laughs> wherever you are if like if uh, electronics excuse me are your thing whatever your thing may be black friday is the time where everybody is thinking about getting those deals on things that mean absolutely positively nothing it's okay and i'm not one of those ones that's saying that you shouldn't get some of the things that you want it's why we work hard every day and especially you know things have been tight and tough and yeah sometimes it's good to get some things to make you feel good but understand that if there's a space within you that needs to be healed that needs to be rearranged that needs to be rebooted and reset then anything that you do get is just going to be temporary. You can get a whole lot of it and at the end of the day it still won't mean much of anything. How many of you out there have felt um, a, a space or a spirit of wanting? There are some of us out there who have a lot of things. There are some of us out there who are able to go a lot of places, meet a lot of people, do a lot of stuff, participate in a lot of things and Maybe so much so that we don't realize how blessed we are because we take for granted some of the blessings that we have. There are some of us out there that are not so fortunate to have a bunch of things or to be able to stick and move when they want, go different places. And we're all in different spaces and places, but it doesn't matter what you're able to do or what you're not able to do. You can still have a space of wanting within your life with whatever it is that you have or you don't have, even when you do have some of what you need or you think you want. There's still a void there. If that resonates with you, that's because what is necessary to fill that space of wanting comes from within. And if you're someone who listens to this show, I'm glad that you do. I'm glad that you find this show uh, maybe informative or entertaining, whatever that may be. But at the end of the day, the information within the show is good. But once you are finished with that episode, if you're doing nothing with the information, then the time that you spent listening is for naught. And it goes beyond just study. And it goes beyond reading. You know, there has to be a space in which you come up with a process for yourself because we're creatures of habit. You come up with a process in which you can enact these different things in an order that makes sense so that it can become habitual. So it can become a part of your everyday, then become a part of who you are and not just the thing that you do. And that's when you start to notice the transformation happening from the inside out. Uh, Galatians chapter 3 verse 3 says are you so foolish after beginning with the spirit you are now trying to attain your goal by human effort and that's the thing that's what we tend to do we tend to pray which is our ask and some of us will even meditate to wait for the answer but then when it's time to practically apply we'll shift back into the space that we're much more comfortable with and that's the physical way in which we apply things we don't know how to go about taking the information that we're given 
and walking back into this physical world, but with a spiritual perspective and practical application. So with everything that's going on in terms of uh, Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday is going to be coming. You're going to have different holiday sales and things that are going to be coming beyond that, moving into the Christmas season and maybe even into the new year. I cannot stress enough. I cannot encourage enough that while all of these deals are going on, do something more for yourself than just getting things that make you happy externally. It's time to make the choice to put yourself first and to make an investment in making yourself happy internally. And it doesn't matter where you choose to do that, whether or not you chose to work with me or anyone else. I'm saying that it's very important for you to choose to get support outside of just reading to make sure that you have someone else with accountability and a, the, a, a professional background to help you to move beyond where it is that you are spiritually now into a space that helps prepare you to not only be able to elevate on God's terms, but puts things in that tool chest for your mindset that you can pull on later as you continue your journey. All right. All right. Well, that is it for today. I know the show is a little bit different than what I usually do, but I just wanted to get right in, get into it and get on out because I know you got things to do. <laughs> I know you have people you're enjoying and things to do. As I always say, if you haven't already, log on to thegrindtofind.com, click on feed. That way you can follow me and get that plain tea. Make sure you hit that notification bell, no matter if you're an Apple, Spotify, whatever app you choose so that you'll be updated when I upload. But if you want that tea with something extra in it, like uh, actually I hadn't planned to do this, but I am going to make sure that I put up an offer. I'll make sure that it's up on the 26th. Uh, make sure the offer is up on the 26th before midnight. I just finished a class recently. Uh, it's been about a week ago where I worked with some ladies and it was absolutely phenomenal. And um, it's time out. We're moving into the new year. It is time out for us putting our internal growth, our spiritual growth, second to anything. I firmly believe that all of this weirdness that's going on around us, I think that we are experiencing the presence of God in a way like we haven't prior to now. Uh, if, if, if you're a spiritual person and you believe in God, I, all of this that's going on is different. It's way different. And so for those of us who want to do that work, now's the time. Now's the time. Uh, when you go to thegrindtofind.com, click on join the list so that uh, that will go out to you with my email list. If you're already on terrellandmichelle.com, yeah. TerrellynMichelle.com. <laughs> You'll get this offer there as well. I'll see if uh, I can have a link posted to thegrinddefined.com so that you'll be able to access it. I would love to work with you and love to support you in making that step forward. And this offer that I'm going to be posting it will not be available again. I'm doing this simply because I can in good conscience not give you guys the opportunity to work with me if you would like to, to get this work, to get this thing in, to get you squared away with a new solid foundation, spiritual foundation from which you can build upon within your life. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to The Grind to Find. I hope that you enjoy time with your family. Uh, I hope that everyone is safe and everyone is well. And as I always say, 
always define your grind and never let the grind define you. Terrell and Michelle out. Peace and abundant blessings. Until next time. Thank you.